Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon. You can do so on the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, 608-785-7914, 785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Or on Facebook Live, actually, so you could watch all this magical mystery unfold right before your very eyes. I mean, it is so worth the price of admission. I mean that in every kind of way. We're supposed to be extremely polite today because Ashley, the auditor, is in with us today. And uh, making sure that uh, we're uh, doing everything that we're supposed to be doing. My palms are sweaty right now because I'm nervous because we are so bad at what we do. That Ashley, the auditor, is furiously making notes right now. So... If at some point this whole thing goes off the rails, that's because uh, my level of nerves is uh, frayed beyond measure. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. She's not actually an auditor, although it almost feels that way. 785-7914. I had a, a, what's that called? Canvasser? No, not a canvasser. A a door-to-door salesman. It's like that. It's in between those things. It's the person that comes to your door to make sure that you're going to vote. What's that called? Like a vote getter, something. I had a person come to my and, and rang my doorbell. I was at home. I and I just just it was just minutes ago, really, like an hour ago, which is sort of like minutes ago. So an hour ago, I'm at my home and this guy comes to the door and he he's he's he wants to make sure that I'm voting tomorrow and and uh wants to, he's convincing me that I I need to vote for Re- Re- Rebecca Dallet for Supreme Court and that uh he wants me to be aware that this referendum's on the ballot do I know what's on the ballot and I let him I let him go for a little while and then uh, I send him packing and uh it was interesting because it's I, I'm glad that people I I'm glad that people are engaged in that civic process of making sure that I'm voting it's really annoying when they come to my house. So I'm kind of torn in that, you know, I, I want to be encouraging. I want to say, yeah, you know, that's great. I'm glad that you're you're part of the process of educating the public to get them out and to vote. And I don't even care that you're advocating for a candidate because you're encouraging people to get out and vote. But geez, don't come to my door, man. Don't ring my doorbell. I just can't stand it. I just hate it. Please don't come to my door anymore. Yes, Rick. Rick Solom. Rick Solom in the studio. Yes, not Rick. without like treats. You know, bring like a pizza. No, yeah, right. Bring me some. Bring me a muffin or something. Bring me, you know, uh. chicken fingers. I don't know whatever it is, but come to the door with something. I just, I hate, I hate when people, you know, and and I guess it's not me being antisocial necessarily. I just don't like when people come to my door. They could bring like fried chicken. Hey, who are you voting for? They have fried chicken and like Brussels sprouts. And, I, and then you're like, yeah, I'm probably voting for. And then you tell them, and they're like, oh yeah, well I brought you these Brussels sprouts. Then if you don't, you know, agree if with they're your Brussels answer. sprouts that are done right, I'm okay with <laughs> okay. that. If they're like steamed Brussels sprouts, take those things and dump them out because they're worthless. I can't stand it. If they're roasted Brussels sprouts, I'm all for that. Lots of butter, roasted in the oven, done just right. Maybe a little crispy, certainly brown on the outside. Seals in that 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 sweetness of the Brussels sprout. I'm all for that. If you're just going to bring me like, well, can a, he buy your vote with like some a good? Yes, my vote is for sale. Okay. Yes, it, you. I I will auction my vote off. There's no question. I have virtually no ethics. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know why it, it annoys me. You know, I think one of the things is that I've got a couple of occasionally yappy dogs, and it's they're they're poodleless ish. What do you mean occasionally? They're occasionally yappy. They don't yap all the time. They yap definitely when people come to my house. Right. Yeah, okay. And so every time the doorbell rings, they come flying down from the third floor and they're galloping down the stairs and they're 
You know, and they're barking and they're jumping and they're, you know, and they lunge at the door and the guy's at the door and I got to open the door to talk to the guy and they're kind of trying to get out the door and I'm just trying to hold my dogs back. And I'm like, I don't, ugh. At the same time, I'm like, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing and civic engagement and all that. Mind you, your dogs are seven pounds. No, so. eight and 11. <laughs> Holding your dogs back, that's exaggerating right there. Well, they're little, so you can e- they can easily squeeze out the door. That's my, my, my point, is that they're, you know, you got, if you, even if you open the door, just a tiny little gap to talk to the it's guy. It's not like you've got Brutus behind you, and you're like, oh, just go away, sir, my, my dog. I don't think they would stand there and talk nearly as long if, if Brutus, <laughs> was, Brutus, Brutus was there. Maybe if I had a Brutus, maybe that would be the thing. You have, if you've got something that when the, you know, dogs that bark, they start barking down in their chest somewhere and then it comes out. It's like, like that bark. If you have that kind of bark, people, the, the guys, the people who are trying to get you to vote rarely come to your door or like, at least they stand back a little ways. They stand back by the sidewalk and yell at you. Are you voting tomorrow? That's when they throw a chicken wing at, you know. In the other direction. I really think that if people brought chi- fried chicken to my door, I think that I would I'd be I'd vote for whatever they wanted me to vote for. <laughs> that's that's me for sale. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We do have there is some election. Uh, there is some voting tomorrow. Uh, traditionally, on this program over the last many years, what we've done is offered you an opportunity to advocate for your issue. Your, individ- your particular individual, we've, av- we've given you an opportunity to do that on this program. And it doesn't matter whether it's, it's something local or, or the statewide races or whatever it is. I know this is a lower profile election. We're not voting for president. We're voting to eliminate the state treasurer's office. It's a little bit different. It's not, it's not quite as impactful. Let's just put it that way. Well, it doesn't seem as impactful. But frankly, the people like, I don't know. So what? The city of Onalaska, people in the city of Onalaska... Voting for city council members? I mean, y'all got some voting to do tomorrow. Um, people in the town of Campbell? Got your town board supervisors? Mm-hmm. That is, you got, mm. And the fire truck? And school referendums? School district of Sparta looking at, I don't know, $32 million worth of referendums on their ballot? Which will increase their taxes by about a million percent? It's not true at all. Uh, I, fig- I have those numbers. Actually, I can look that up. Uh, so you have school district referendums. You have uh, uh, town board uh, races. You've got city council races. You've got referendums for the to amend the U.S. Constitution in the city of La Crosse. You've got a referendum to or an amendment, a, a constitutional amendment to get rid of the state treasurer's office. You've got the Supreme Court races on the ballot. You've got Joanne Kloppenberg once again running unopposed. Nobody, I don't think anybody realizes there is an appeals court judge, but she's out there. So if you have anything uh, of that. In, in that regard, uh, for those of you sit in the city of Onalaska, obviously you've got the, your, your your fire chief and your and your your police chief, and if you had a a a, a chief of the water supply, he'd be leaving too. Um, and Greg Luce is coming to the rescue. If you're in the city of Onalaska, tell me what you think about that. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Again, if you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. We did. And I'll get to this short, uh, in a minute, but uh, again, this is your opportunity to advocate for those who you would like uh, the rest of us to vote for. It's sort of like you're coming to my door, but you don't have to provide me chicken. It's something, it's like that. There are also, as many of you are aware, the city of La Crosse is one of the recipients 
of the military's 1033 program. So the Department of Defense provides, like, used military equipment. I, I'm not exactly sure how this works, but they provide used military equipment. And as you know, La Crosse, uh, many of you know, La Crosse, the city of La Crosse Police Department has an MRAP, a mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicle. I think it's what it's called. They have an MRAP they got from the military. They've been using it. Uh, some, uh, we have, at this point, Madison and Superior are giving theirs back. Among the reasons cited for giving them back is public perception of militarization of police. We've gone down this road before. For those of you, I, and you know what, mo- most of the time we don't see the MRAP out and about. But it does beg the question, Are is this still something that bothers you in terms of your police department and its own mine-resistant uh, ambush protection vehicle. It's a military vehicle. Love to hear from you. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. More to come. Stick around. I'm Andrew Dickinson. I work for Dickinson Family Funeral Home. I'm Brian Dickinson with Dickinson Family Funeral Home. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. 785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You can call in or text in. Either way, you can in on the program. 608-785-7914. Among the things on the ballot tomorrow is Lacrosse School District referendum. $4.1 plus million dollars a year for five years starting at some point. Eventually. It starts eventually. Uh, in 2019, I think it's 2019, and then it's basically a renewal of the. When I say a renewal, it's basically the renewal of the um, the referendum that's already on the ballot, or on the mm, on the books. So the school district is already operating under extra money that it got from voters in a, a similar referendum. They can only do five years at a time, so they're doing another five. Trust me, if they could do more than five years at a time, they absolutely would. So they're trying to get another $4.1 million out of you uh, per year for the next five years. It um, it will not raise your taxes if you vote for this. If you do not vote for this, it will decrease your taxes by $90, $96 for every $100,000 of property value. So those are among the things on the ballot. It's that, that $96 per $100,000 of property value is not something you're going to find on those postcards that get sent out by the school district. That's one of those not so pleasant things that um, about the school district is that your school your taxes would be. I mean, it's not a ridiculously le- smaller amount of money, but considering the taxes on a hundred thousand dollar home are um, is it is it thirteen hundred dollars something like that for the school district? It's it's around eight. I think, if I remember correctly. It's a fair amount of money. So those are among the things on the ballot tomorrow. I, again, we uh, the eliminating the state treasurer's office, which many would say is it's probably time. There's a last-ditch effort by some purist in, in, in uh, uh, government who believe that it's an essential office, that it's important to maintain that office as an additional oversight over the governor and the legislature. The truth is that, that there it has no 
it has virtually no function at this point. The odds of it, we, us keeping that office and adding functions back to that office are incredibly remote. As cute and, and nice and charming as it would be to keep around a constitutional office that's been on the, you know, that, that predates the state's constitution, like it goes all the way back to 1838. It goes all the way back to before the state was a state. There was a state treasurer. It, at that time, it was a territorial treasurer. So as quaint as it would be to keep that office around, the, the guy doesn't do anything. And he's never, they're never going to add duties back to that office. So might as well get rid of it. Um, that other, that uh, United Citizens United to amend that uh, advisory referendum that's on the ballot in the city of La Crosse tomorrow to get rid of money from politics or get money out of politics to, you know, corporations aren't a person and money's not a voice or money's not free speech or something along those lines. That's on the ballot tomorrow as well. A lot of interesting things. Grab bag, if you will. Nothing sexy like a president. Especially not our president. But a lot of interesting things. We do have a listener who says, Greg Luce is the last thing on Alaska needs. At the forum in Alaska, he told voters if they called him at 2 a.m., he would tell them to go pound sand. Sounds like our Greg Luce right there. Go pound sand. No uh, tourism tax either, right? That was Would that have been on this ballot? Uh, would it have been on this ballot? No, no. no was that have. last year? No, it wouldn't have. If there would have been, that referendum would have happened. Um, I mean, it could have been, but I think that it would have had to. If everything went well, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, part if of lawmakers, this. if lawmakers would have approved that, I think last year, and then the county board got it back and said yes to it, it may have been able to get on the ballot for this spring. But uh, I, I don't think. I think it would have been November before that potentially would have happened, and it's not going to happen. So it's not. Um. Yeah, that's we're done with that now, right? That's not going to no, come not, back, no, right? There's no way. Okay, I don't think. I mean, it's it's highly unlikely. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. One listener says that the forum Greg Lou said he would be different kinds. He would be different kinds of aldermen. I I don't know what that says. I believe him. Vote for Greg Luce. All right. Well, we got one and one on Greg Luce. Greg Luce running for city council. You know, old Greg has said some interesting things over the years. He's been an interesting guy. And at some point, you knew he was going to run for office. At some point, you knew Greg Luce was going to jump in some kind of political race. You knew he was going to he was going to uh, uh, decide he was going to run for city council or county board or something along those lines. You just knew it, right? I mean, that guy has been all over every decision that local government has made over the last, I don't know, 15 years. 13 years, something along those lines. He has been a monumental uh, pain in the butt for some local politicians. So you knew that guy was going to run for office. It's just he had to wait until he moved to the city of Mount Alaska to really do it. <laughs> Should be super entertaining. All right, 608-785-7914. We have uh, Tom on the Better Hearing Center talk at text line. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, how's it going? All right, all right. Uh, on the uh, take the money out of politics campaign yeah. yard signs I've been seeing, I was wondering what the heck that was about, and I haven't found out. I apologize for not doing my work, but I thought maybe you knew more about it, because what I'm going to be asking is, do you know how the question is worded on the ballot and how many triple and double negatives are in the statement? <laughs> so does a yes mean yeah. no and a no means yes when you vote? That's what I want to clarify. 
clarify. I mean, it's, you know? it's a simple yes. It's a simple yes or no question. So it's not one of those things like if you vote yes, then you're actually voting no. It's uh, and I I I'd have to pull up the the wording in front of me. I could tell you that uh, it the essentially. I'd have to look at that wording, Tom. I don't, I don't have that right up in front of me, but I could tell you that what the this is part of that um, was the United to Amend campaign, and this has been going on in hundreds of communities throughout the United States, including 120 so far in the state of Wisconsin. There, uh, Lacrosse is one of nine in the state coming up tomorrow that have this this basically the same, if not the very same, question on the ballot. Essentially, should we amend the U.S. Constitution to and I, again, I don't have the wording up in front of me, but essentially that um, that so that the the rights of the Constitution are for individual human beings only, and that the spending of money in political campaigns should not be considered free speech. That's essentially it. Okay, so it's for amending the U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution. Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. And this has gone on in 19 different states. I mean, 19 yeah. different legislatures okay. have something pending right now that have called okay. for amending the Constitution, and there's like almost 800 communities around the United States that have already passed this referendum. Okay, well, I'm going to read the question very carefully, <laughs> um, okay. and I suggest that everybody else who go out, goes out and votes on that issue you know, reads that question very carefully before they answer it, because they shouldn't be, they don't want to vote, and they don't want their vote to be different than what they feel. Oh, that, absolutely. That's why I want people to understand. You know, they really re- read the question, understand what it's asking, see if there's any double, triple negatives in it, and figure out what it is. So, okay, thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, sure, Tom. No problem. And I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Let me pull that up uh, real quick. The um, uh, the actual of. Uh, language. I don't have my little file in front of me. I'm going to have to read it off a sample ballot, which can be challenging because the sample ballots are all are all occluded by the word sample. <laughs> I, if, you, if you look up the word, are you looking for that right now? Yeah, I was trying okay. to find like a like where it would show what it looks like on the ballot. And yeah, and it says on the sample ballot. I mean, it's it's the thing that is the word sample is is occludes the the language of it. But it shall, it's basically, shall the city of La Crosse adopt a resolution in order to limit spending to influence elections as to allow all Americans to have an equal say in our democracy, something supports the U.S. Constitution. So basically, if you're saying yes, you want the Constitution to be amended. If you're saying no, you want the continuing corrupt, corruptive influence of money to continue to be part of politics. Is that reasonable? Is that... Yeah, it's it's more clear than the uh, we're going to tax you for all goods and sales, right? That. <laughs> or call it the, the tourism tax. The tourism tax. Yeah, that's not on the ballot tomorrow. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Jack is next. Jack, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, Mitch, I've got a little heads up for the voters in Alaska. Yes, sir. Uh, if they like Lake Speed, they're going to love Luce, Mueller, and uh, what's the other guy? Every. Yeah, they'll love those three if they like Jake Speed. So, okay, so. just a little heads up on Alaska uh, voters. All right, so if they like Jake Speed and uh, Chris Muller and uh, and Jerry Every, then they'll then they're they're going to be all into Greg Luce. Well, no, if they like Jake Speed, if they like the job he did, okay, they're going to love Every and Luce and <laughs> Mueller because they all come from the same teabagger party. All right, Jack, I pre I, I I what I'm hearing from you is you you um. You don't you don't you don't think that they're probably going to be the right choice for Alaska voters? Is that fair? 
Uh, yeah, that's that's very fair. Jack, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. I want to squeeze Eric in here. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, regarding this fellow uh, called about these confusing uh, questions on your ballot to vote for what? I think the reason for that is because they want to would rather have you hire a lawyer to take with you so they can explain it for your charge yeah. for arm and leg. Regarding Greg Lewis, in your last call in particular, um, I think you would save a lot of time and money by voting for Greg Lewis because the man has more common sense than your last caller has in his fingernail. All right. Well, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Uh, 608-785-7914. More common sense than in your fingernail or, or something, says Eric. Uh, your thoughts on the Better Hearing Center, 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. Wisdomnews.com. For Wisdomnews.com, I'm Drew Kelly. On air and online, this is Wisdom News. WIZM is News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. For more, check out the Wisdom website, 1410WIZM.com. I'm Mitch Reynolds, the Crosstalk PM on WIZM. Uh, we do have some uh, information that we want to share with you uh, in relation to the impending uh, winter storm that's headed this way. And that information comes courtesy of Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham, who's on the phone with us right now. And I, I guess I'm, I'm glad you could call because I was not aware this was going into place. So we are, are we, are we declaring uh, uh, a, a, a snow emergency, Rob? What, what's happening here? Yeah, I'm Etching for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, the superintendent of streets is the person who uh, has the authority in the city of La Crosse to declare a snow uh, disposal emergency. Uh, he has done so, notified us in writing, and we've put it up on our, our Facebook page. It's also on the city's uh, websites as well. And what that means is effective tomorrow at 6 a.m., there's a 48-hour period of snow emergency Um and what that does do is it places alternate side parking in effect for those 48 hours straight. So if it's uh, for so tomorrow is an odd day, so no matter what time it is, you have to be on the odd side of the street. Okay. And then when it switches to an even day, then you have to move over to the even side of the street. So 48 hours. So am I getting this right? We're looking at then uh, Tuesday. Oh, boy, help me out with this. Which which nights are we talking about? I, I'm not entirely sure. So tomorrow and Wednesday? Yep, so it would be actually um, Tuesday, 6 a.m. Okay. Um, through uh, Thursday, 6 a.m. Okay. Okay. Uh, is the declared uh, emergency period. Okay, all right. Well, I, I, I'm trying to remember the last time this was done outside of alternate side parking. Is that, do you, was was there a time recently that we've done this? I I can't think of a time in the last 28 or so years that I've been around that we've done this. Okay. Um, you know, we noticed, well, with the, with the weather predictions, the street uh, superintendent was just watching that and, you know, paying close attention. And um, so he declared it uh, just so we can get all these streets cleared in a quick manner. All right. So... Uh- and this this will be enforced, right? This is not going. To, we're not just declaring this. There's this is going to be something that's enforced by the department. Yeah, in the ordinance, obviously there's enforcement language, so we will have some staff um, to do the enforcement period. And, but you know, I mean, you know, a lot of the battle cries for some of the people is you know all we need is these. So we'll, we'll this will be a good test to see what kind of compliance we get. We hope we get 
100% compliant, and we issued zero uh, parking citations. What are you doing besides to, to reach out to the community to let them know this is happening? I mean, obviously, you're talking on this uh, program, which, of course, everyone in the city is listening to, but what other methods are you using? Well, you know, we are, we're big with social media. We have, I think, probably 16,000-plus followers on our Facebook page. So, you know, uh, we have the ability to get uh, information out quickly there. Obviously, it'll be probably on all the news stations. Uh, wisdom being the most important. Sure. And then um, yeah, uh, the city's posting it on their Facebook page, on the city website. The ordinance uh, just simply requires posting on the city website as notice, but we're trying to do our best, you know, to get it out there. Uh, we spoke with the Tribune. I think they're doing a story, and uh, so we'll hope that that'll be out there as well. So there should be a lot of um, media outlets getting the word out, and then we hope people just share it and and uh, pass it along and and like like I said, you know, we're looking forward to not having to issue a single citation. Right. Is there going to be uh, if if people are parked on the wrong side of the street, are they just getting tickets, or are you going to tow them? Under the ordinance, you are subject to uh, having your vehicle removed. So that's that that is an option out there uh, if necessary. Okay. All right. So it, that may happen. All right. The ordinance does allow for it. Yeah. Wow. Brave new world. I think the important thing to, to know is that, you know, I think a lot of people get used to the alternate site parking only being in effect from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. When the snow emergency is declared um, under the ordinance, you know, it, you have to be on the even side on even days and odd side on odd days. I, I think we put in our uh, our posting, you know, we realize that um, people aren't going to want to just run right out and do that. So we're going to do like a grace period uh, from between 9 p.m. and midnight uh, to allow people to, you know, be able to have a transition time there as well. It's not written in the ordinance, but like I said, you know, we haven't done this in 28 years uh, that I know of, so we want to be reasonable as well. All right, and I want to clarify and make sure that everyone understands what you just said, is that this is... Odd side of the road for what's tomorrow? The third, right? So tomorrow yep. on on the third, starting at six a.m., you need to be on the odd side of the road, regardless of the time of day tomorrow. Is that correct? And and then the same holds true for Wednesday on the even side of the road. Yes. Okay. All right. We're trying to make that clear. Well, Rob, I appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much, and we'll try to get the word out as 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 much as we possibly can. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely, no problem. Lacrosse System Police Chief Rob Abraham calling in. Uh, you heard him. A snow emergency uh, being declared beginning 6 a.m. tomorrow. And it, it's not the same as the alternate side parking rules. Once 6 a.m. starts, it's April 3rd, odd day, odd side of the road, all day. Keep that in mind. 608 785 7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785 7914. We had a break format to get that uh, important call in from the Assistant Police Chief. I wanted to go. Uh, back and uh, pick up uh, our caller here so that we can um, get uh, Diane in because she's been waiting on hold here for a little while. Diane, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Unalaska City Council race. Okay. Um, I was at the Unalaska Forum, and Mr. Luce was there, and it's quite evident that he is running with a personal agenda against the city, and if you compare him, not that they're even running in the same race, they're in different districts. If you compare him to Chris Muller, who is writing, running as a write-in, 
Chris Muller at that forum was very open-minded. He was very down-to-earth, and he is more interested in, according to him on at that forum, more interested in representing the people of Unalaska than Mr. Luce, who is interested in representing his own agenda as far as I see it. So I would encourage people to write in Chris Muller on Election Day and um, while I'm not a fan of Kim Smith, I would certainly rather see her on the council rather than Greg Luce. And that's because uh, it's you said it sounds like Mr. Luce is running on his um, for on his own personal agenda uh, rather than having the best interest of the city at heart. I I think so. I mean, if you look at his history, how many cities has he sued? Almost he sued on Alaska twice. I think one was thrown out. I believe. I'm not quite sure about that. Okay. But he is well known for stirring the pot. He is well known for um, promoting scandal. Um, whether the scandal is true or not, it's not a very Christian thing to be talking about our elected officials constantly in that light. And it just, if he gets elected, he will be recalled about as fast as Jake Speed was, I think. All right. Well, that's an interesting prediction. Diane, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I'm back after this. Midwest TV and appliance. It won't be long, and before you know it, you'll be grilling. And if you're a back over you, can't get through to you. It's been a helter skelter romance from the start. Take his memory. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk fourteen ten AM ninety two three FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. You can call us on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Oh, actually, call or text. Either way, on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 608-785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham called a little while ago uh, announcing that there's going to be a snow emergency in place beginning at 6 a.m. tomorrow. This is in a very unusual event for the city of La Crosse. And uh, it is, if you are in the city and you typically park on the street, this is nothing you're used to. All day tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m., all day tomorrow, you will have to be parked on the odd side of the street. And, and the same on uh, Wednesday, except it'll be on the even side of the street. All day, not just in the morning. Starting yes. at midnight tonight. According to the police's post, it said this is a seven-hour notice, you know, or whatever, a couple of half hour ago, starting at midnight tonight. Okay, all right. He said six a.m. So, oh, okay. I would definitely be safe and just park your car on whatever, whatever, do, do whatever they tell you to do. Otherwise, you're gonna tow it away. They're getting those tow trucks warmed up too. You know, they're calling all the tow companies. Well, why don't they just put plows in the front of the tow trucks? Huh. That's I don't. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. this post will serve as the official seven-hour notice to the public of the snow disposal period. Okay, but then he, then they go on to say this disposal period will start at 6 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. So it's like a seven-hour notice, but it's also like a 12-hour notice. All right. So, so 6 a.m., not midnight. 6 a.m. From Never. 6 a.m. till t- what he said was 6 a.m. from Tuesday. Were you not listening, Rick? What were you doing while, you were out, while we were talking? Um, Super important thing that's happening tomorrow for the first time in three decades. And what are you doing exactly? When? Well, uh, uh, 6 a.m. tomorrow until 6 a.m. Thursday. Again, this is not something that typically we we do or have done. I don't remember it ever happening. 
But and uh, Rob said he hadn't don't doesn't remember it happening in the last twenty eight years. So again, all day tomorrow. So how does park this the alternate side Otherwise, parking they're going to take you your go to car park away. On the odd side, eh, you know, wherever tomorrow. you want to park, you just park in your driveway. If you park in your driveway, whatever. If you don't have a driveway, I'd say move, go somewhere else where you have a driveway. It's way better. Driveways are way better than not a, having a put, driveway. Put it like five dollars. If you have extra space in your driveway, put like a five dollar free, you know, parking sign out there, and like the, like at Packer game. Yeah, I already do that. My neighbors hate it. Yeah, I just go around, put little signs on people's cars telling them they can park in my driveway well, for twenty put, bucks. What you 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 do you because you can get like what four cars in your driveway. I, you know what? If I squeeze them in, probably six. Okay, so yeah. what you do with your your vehicles yeah. in your driveway, you yeah. put them in front of in. You know, space them out just enough on the whatever side you're supposed to be parking okay. so that you're taking up all the room for your right. neighbors. Right. And then you put the sign out yeah. charging $5. Yeah, then, they, then they have to park there. Yeah. And oh, you do it sense. like, you don't, put, like that. you don't put your cars bumper to bumper. You put them like, uh, you know, three quarters of a car length apart so yeah. nobody can parallel park in between your cars right. just to maximize space. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make some money. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, Better Searing Center Talk text line, 608-785-7914. So that's going on. We also have elections tomorrow. So if you would like, we, we often set aside, over the years we've set aside this as your opportunity to weigh in on what's important for you on the ballot tomorrow. It doesn't matter where you are, what, what, what you're voting on. Of course, tomorrow's local elections, which typically have, your vote means so much tomorrow because... Especially tomorrow, because if there if this winter storm actually materials into a, a real winter storm, the turnout is going to be significantly depleted. So that twenty five percent prediction that we got is going to go down to something like eighteen percent. That means you in voting in that city council race in on Alaska between Kim Smith and Greg Luce, you know, chances are it's still going to be eight hundred of you making that decision. So you have an outsized voice in making a significant decision for your city, for your entire city. You might want to keep that in mind. Also, um, and that holds true no matter really no, whether it's that or school board or, although there's very few contested school board races out there right now, the Sparta referendum, people looking at 30-some million dollars for a new school, um, the school district referendum in La Crosse, $20 million, $20 plus million over the next five years. Uh, you know, any of that stuff. 608-785-7914 if you'd like to weigh in on what you're doing. I, Diane called a little while ago, and um, uh, she was critical of Greg Luce, who is running for city council in the city of La Crosse. Or city of Alaska? No, not in La Crosse. In the city of Alaska, Diane was uh, not, not complimentary to Greg Luce. And um, urge people to write in Chris Muller for city council in the city of Onalaska. But uh, Greg Luce, who she said is well-known for stirring the pot. Well-known for stirring the pot. As much as she dislikes Kim Smith, she said, she'd rather vote for, she'd rather you vote for her rather than Greg Luce, who appears to be operating on his own personal agenda, according to Diane, and doesn't have the best interests of the city at heart. 608-785-7914. A listener says, uh, regarding the constitutional amendment that sounds sneaky to me, do you realize it states American? That means Canadian, Mexico, South America. Oh, dear. That's just... Come on now. 
Uh, that means Canadian, Mexico, South America, Central America. No, they're talking about the U.S. Constitution. The, it's, so there's one of those, and it does not include Mexico in it, in case you're wondering. I've checked. It is definitely, definitely the U.S. Constitution. It says, in fact, on the ballot, it says U.S. Constitutional Amendment. Guess who that doesn't include? Canadians. Doesn't include Canadians or Mexicans or Salvadorans or Ecuadorans. Is that a thing? Ecuadorans or Colombians or Venezuelans or Panamanians, which is super fun to say. Nothing. It's just the U.S. But yeah, you're right. It could. It might involve Canadians. 608-785-7914. 608-785-7914. Question from a listener. Will you be ticketed, Toad, if it does not snow? I mean, maybe. Because I can. Uh, <laughs> the listener says, we'll all be tuckered in listening to Lacrosse Talk PM tomorrow because of the storm. Therefore, it should be made a free-for-all Tuesday to make up for, for the one we missed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was Good Friday, right? Leave me alone. 608-785-7914. Oh, let's see. Uh, Listener says, the city should send a couple of forklifts ahead of the snowplows to move cars to the correct side of the street so the plows can go through. I like that. That's actually not a bad idea. That might do a little damage to your exhaust system. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got uh, Mike on. Mike, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, Mitch, I know this year the alternate side parking ended early, which is probably why there's the alternate side emergency, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking this is just kind of like a money grab, per se. Mm, I mean, right. it's going to get like three inches or something. Or even if we get six inches, I got three to one odds says they don't even plow my street. Okay. I like to put a lot of sand down. I I am I am skeptical of the amounts right now, but I I always am. Um, but I also as it just seems like there's so much ground warmth out there that I I just it's it's hard for me to think that we're gonna see a lot of accumulation. But I don't know, maybe not. So yeah, watch out for those tow trucks and ticket riders. I, I have to say, they're my, getting ready. I, I feel they're calling like calling all forces. I feel like, like a holiday. This is a big day. This is major league. Huge. I feel like you're a little cynical <laughs> about this whole um, alternate side parking snow emergency thing. I'm glad it's coming through nice and strong. Okay. <laughs> well, message received. Mike, appreciate the call. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Ooh. Okay. All right. Let's just go there. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah, good morning. Good evening. It's Clarence Downer, former mayor of the city of Alaska. How you doing? And uh, I'd like to uh, endorse uh, my friend, uh, God, I can't remember his name. He's running for a third ward. Oh, okay. Well, we have, I think it would be Greg, uh, wait, third ward in the city of Alaska, Greg Luce or Kim Smith? Yeah. Uh, Luce is a worse cannon. 
Okay. I work with the uh, the gal that's running for. I'm, I'm having a problem with my, Kim, my speech Kim, and my stroke. Right? Kim, Kim Kim Smith, Clarence. Kim Smith. Yep. That's right. She is a wonderful person. She does her homework. She went to work on the on the uh, finance committee when I was mayor. She is a is a dedicated, truthful, good citizen for the city of Onalaska. Greg Luce is a is a loose cannon, and uh, I hope people go do uh, do do the right thing and uh, put her back in the office. All right, got it, Clarence. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Clarence Teller. Haven't heard from Clarence for a while. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line is seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Once again, the reminder: snow emergency going into effect in Lacrosse during tomorrow morning. More to come. Stick around. This is where pressing issues of the day are decided. Make sure your voice is heard. Call now at 785-7914. And your thoughts are next on Lacrosse Talk PM. Bugs. They come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Some flock. Welcome, I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon, this evening, this hour, brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Pearl Street Brewery, wonderful people making extraordinary beer, keeping me happy every single day. 608-785-7914, uh, If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. Call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the program, 608-785-7914. It is, like I said before, it is uh, the Monday before Election Day. Typically, we offer you an opportunity to have your say on uh, the elections that are coming your way. Advocate for your thing or person or whatever it is that you'd like to do. Feel free to do that. It's your opportunity to uh, endorse your candidate or rail against him or her. Or advocate for a school board referendum, or school, rather, referendum. Or tell people they're crazy if they vote for it. All of that is is welcome here. That's what we do. We've been doing this for years, giving you an opportunity to talk about elections the next day. At 608-785-7914. Just a reminder, a snow emergency has been declared by the La Crosse, well, let's see, a superintendent of streets, I guess, in the city of La Crosse. The Cross Police Assistant Chief Rob Abraham was on the phone with us last hour telling us exactly what that means. Alternate side parking in effect, not just for the nighttime hours, not just between 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock in the morning, but starting at 6 tomorrow morning, it's all day. So uh, April 3rd, all day tomorrow. You need to stay on the odd side of the street with your car if you're parking on the street. If on, um, and this will run through Thursday morning, so on Wednesday Make sure it's on the even side of the street. This is a very unusual event for the city of La Crosse. Assistant Chief Abraham says he doesn't think that the city has done it in at least 28 years. So uh, just a fair warning for all of you out there. They're going to take it. They're going to tow your car. They're going to take it to uh, the, the salvage yard and crush it. And they're not going to take out any of your mementos that you keep in your glove box. So just uh, keep that in mind. That's how that's how severe it's going to be. 608-785-7914, More to come. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Wisdomnews.com. For Wisdomnews.com, I'm Drew Kelly.
When you need to know what's happening in the lacrosse area, find out first on Wisdom News, WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. I'm a Reynolds Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. On the phone with Dallas Werner from First American Roofing and Siding. Dallas, people still picking up the pieces after last year's hailstorm. Is that right? It is, Mitch. Yeah, July 6th last year had quite the storm go through. Uh, of course, a lot of people know that it hit Tremplow, but some of the unknown areas, um, Holiday Heights across from Famous Dave's, um, Bluebird Campground back in uh, the valley there off of B, um, and then up on the ridge by the old restaurant, um, a lot of homes up there got you know sustained some damage. Are there? Is it possible that you've sustained damage? You don't even know it? It is. We're still getting calls. Uh, some people said, hey, I, I was out of town, or I didn't even know that we got hit by hail, but my neighbor's getting a roof replaced. And um, So if you're in some of those neighborhoods, or you can just give us a call. We'll let you know if it's in the... We have maps to show where the hail hit. We can let you know if it's a possibility. If it's a possibility, we'll come out for free. We'll inspect it and let you know if it makes sense to file a claim. I mean, it's pretty important to take care of it, because it, the hail actually does damage a roof. It does, and it's very important, too, to take care of it in a prompt manner. Insurance gives you one year from the date of loss, July 6th of 2017, to put a claim in. So you only got a few months left to, to see if there's damage and make a claim. Where can they get in touch with you, Dallas? Uh, FirstAmericanRoofing.com or uh, right here at home in 783-3101. All right, Dallas Warner, First American Roofing. See you, man. Thanks, Mitch. All right. 608-785-7914, if you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. We'll be right back with uh, Carl, who's waiting right after this. You like to save money, but seek out a low-priced hearing device and you're missing out. You get more than a hearing device from Better Hearing Center. Lower-priced hearing aids are out there, but you miss out on service, battery replacements, in-home visits, and customization. They're all part of the Better Hearing Center package. They get it. Price is important, but it's more than price. Get clarity with the Better Hearing Center. All right, welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM, 608-785-7914-785-7914. Once again, that uh, snow emergency getting declared by the superintendent of streets in the city of, uh, city of La Crosse. This is a very unusual event, and just to be aware, that means alternate side parking going back into effect tomorrow starting at 6, but alternate side parking in an unusual way. Your car will have to be on the odd side of the street the entire day tomorrow because it's uh, April 3rd, and then on April 4th, Wednesday, the entire day on the even side of the street if you're if you park on if you park on the street. 608-785-7914. It is the day before election, so if you'd like to advocate for your candidate or against a candidate or advocate for an issue or against an issue, or just talk about how wonderful it was back in 1838 when the, the when the territory of Wisconsin had a a treasurer for the first time. Uh, I, you know, I'm willing to have that conversation. I don't know where it's going to go, but we could try it. In the meantime, we got Carl waiting. Carl, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I don't remember that back then, uh, but uh, um, I we got to get Jerry Every uh, elected in Alaska. Um, we got to get Greg Luce and uh, Chris Muller elected. Uh, the government is really bad and corrupt, and uh, and it needs to change. Why, why do you big change? Why do you think that they're the ones to change it? 
Well, because a lot of the people that are running uh, were in the government, and, uh, you know, they can't run away from the police chief and the money missing. Um, you know, even the even the fire, de- fire department's got troubles. Okay. But, uh, um, all right. They need uh, cleaner government, more more uh, responsible to the public. All right. So Chris Muller and Greg Luce and Jerry Every are the keys to clean government in Alaska. I I, I think they're uh, more of a change. Um, yeah, yeah. I would tr- trust either one of them with my kids overnight. You know, like Rush Limbaugh says, in a motel overnight. So they're they're trustworthy people. That's your test for trustworthiness. <laughs> If you trust them with your children in a motel overnight, yeah, that's oh. Rush Limbaugh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Carl, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Carl. Uh, uh, saying that uh, Jerry Every and, and Greg Luce and 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 uh, and Chris Muller all need to uh, be elected in the city of Onalaska to clean up government because they're they're trustworthy. Your thoughts on that? I suppose if you're in the city of Onalaska, it's a pretty big election tomorrow. Um, yeah, because I, you know what. City of Alaska is in absolute turmoil at this point. Uh, I I I think it seems to me, f- my perspective. Now things are going, things are still operating well. They're they're still functioning, right? But I would agree that when you have, the, when your fire chief is retiring under questionable circumstances, when you have a police chief that quits overnight, I'm sorry, that gets fired or quits, one of the two, <laughs> something has ha- happened to the police chief, and you have this this. You've got the the city council that's in that is at loggerheads with each other over the municipal judge, and some want to um, have a vote of no confidence in the municipal judge, and the others are are okay with them, and they're at loggerheads over that. And you've got the police chief and the fire chief, and and uh, questioning of the the mayor's abilities to hold it all together. It's it's a it's a, I would call that turmoil, straight up turmoil. Your thoughts, 608-785-7914, We have on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line right now, Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Well, I have one main point I want to make, but I will say this, that I have done a lot of reading and research, and if I lived in Alaska, I would definitely vote for Chris Muller. He is a write-in, so... You have to write in Miller, Muller, whatever you want to write, but he is a very logical, common-sense sort of guy with brains. But here's why I called. Uh, I'm, I'm pleading with the listeners that we have to vote tomorrow for Skrennick for uh, Supreme Court. He is a terrific candidate. It's important that we have people who will uphold our Constitution rather than redefine it. And this is very, very important to freedom-loving people, and most of your listeners are freedom-loving people. So please make the effort. Call your friends and family. Have them vote for Skrennick for State Supreme Court tomorrow. All right, Tom. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Although I would actually say Michael Skrennick is probably kind of an average candidate. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't find either of them terribly impressive, frankly. But um, I mean, I mean, you can. I guess if you want to sell them, you can call them extraordinary. Uh, Jerry Every, somebody said, uh, uh, the listener on the Better Hearing Center talk a text line sent me a text that uh, Jerry Every's actually been, already been on the city council for two years. Have you heard anything negative about Jerry in the last two years? Let me try. Uh, no, actually. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, listener, we're talking about the snow emergency in the city of La Crosse. Alternate side parking going to be in effect for the next two days starting tomorrow at 6 a.m. Listener says this parking thing that really hasn't been talked about is a money grab. So, maybe. And a listener, another listener says the same thing. Money grab for City Hall and friends. Let the towing start. Silly Hall, though. I like that. Silly Hall instead of City Hall. 608-785-7914. We'll go back to the phones. We'll go to Steve. Steve, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Well, I'd like to emphasize or reemphasize the skepticism about that alternate side parking slash snow emergency that's coming. Okay. Well, a snow emergency would imply, what, three inches or more? Something like that? I think so. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I, I don't really have that in front of me, but yeah, maybe. Well, these have been done before, and they're notoriously uh, inaccurate. And what happens is, I'm not saying it's a deliberate money grab, but there are going to be a lot of confused people who are going to be parking on the wrong side of the street. They're going to be getting tickets, and it is going to be a windfall for City Hall. I'm, I'm not sure it's necessary. Okay. What, it, so if it, was, if it was a foot of snow, would it be necessary? Yes. Okay, so if you, so if I it's like, you could, I think you could handle three inches. That's I, not I would agree, stick. Steve. I agree. You go on the next day. So why bother with this? I would agree. I would agree that if it's three or four inches, I there, I don't really see a need. I'm surprised. For I was a surprised snow at this emergency development. Yeah, in I, April. Right. <laughs> I I would agree with that. I mean, we have had April snowstorms before, but yes, this is not what they're describing. It's yeah. coming. Yeah, I. It, it'll be interesting to me that if we actually get the the max amounts of snowfall. Um, that they're calling for. I mean, it does. It would be close to a foot if it all falls. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's on the high end, though. So, well, I'll make a fearless prediction. Okay. I'll say we get two inches or less. <laughs> two inches or if less. Any. I think it's going to be more. You, all right. Well, that's a lot of skepticism there, Steve. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, change the models earlier today, and winter storm warning going to effect again tonight. We're looking at. Significant snow is what the National Weather Service says. Uh, we got one to two inches tonight, three to five tomorrow, two to four tomorrow uh, t- tomorrow night. Those are, those are the totals. So basically six inches to a foot of snow, potentially. Steve says two inches, if any. Your thoughts, 608-785-7914. And again, the Monday before Election Day, also your opportunity to weigh in on your candidates. We'll go to Kevin next. Kevin, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, Mitch, uh, I'm a fifth generation on Alaska, and I was very happy to write in Chris Muller and very happy to lend my support to Greg Luce, who is a man of integrity and godly character. Everything he does in his actions is really just to protect the citizens from the useless actions of our city government. Okay, so Chris Muller and Greg Luce. Uh, so you are in you are in the district that Chris Muller's running in. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Do you, have you heard? Have you talked to other people? Has there been buzz about this guy? I mean, I know he's a write-in candidate, so he's kind of facing an uphill battle. But is there talk on the street about Chris Muller and and uh, him as a write-in candidate? I think there's a lot of positive talk about Chris. I was at the. Uh, candidate forum and the the two candidates opposing him 
did kind of attack him right away and uh, dismiss the fact that he's a write-in. And, uh, you know, I would like to remind everyone that that's legitimate process for being elected to city council, and uh, that's how we got our last mayor. So yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't right. be uh, bothered right. by the fact that he's a write-in candidate at all. Right. Yeah, you, Don Alaska has a, a history, let's just say, of writing candidates. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a, no, it's a strong possibility that he would be elected despite uh, being a writing candidate. Well, Kevin, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much for lending his support again for uh, Greg Luce for the city council in Alaska and for Chris Muller as a writing candidate. Kevin voted for him. I, uh, As I mentioned before, Greg Luce, many of you have heard the name. He's been a guy who's been very actively involved in local politics for years in this area in a taken on almost a watchdog role, but extremely critical of, of local politicians in regardless of where it is in the town of Campbell in the city of La Crosse uh, in the city of Onalaska, where he's now running for city council and uh, has developed a reputation. Let's just say of someone who is uh, um, bit of a rabble rouser of sorts. Anyway, your thoughts on that? 608-785-7914 or anything else involving the elections. Tom called in a little while ago to urge you to vote for Michael Skrenak for the uh, uh, state Supreme Court. We'll go to Mary next. Mary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Um, just a quick question about Mr. Skrenak. Yes. Did you ever listen to him on one of the, de- the debates? I, I listened to one of the debates. I can't remember which one that was, frankly. I think they yeah. had three of them, if I'm not he mistaken. He was debating against the lady that he's running mm-hmm. against. Yeah, Rebecca Dallet. And yep. yep, and he he impressed me very much. He's got my vote. Okay. He was able to sort it out where when you are a Supreme Court judge, you aren't supposed to be judging because of your own personal political ties. And um, I agreed with him. He um, he seems like he's uh, a trustworthy, knowledgeable, and fair man. So he's got my vote. I hope everybody knows where to park tomorrow. It sounds like a real pain. <laughs> it might it might be uh, it might be problematic. Mary, appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Mary. Also, uh, backing Michael Skrenek for state supreme court. I, yeah, I, I, there's no question. He's uh, he's a justice along the lines of the. In the same mold as, um, what's the guy that was, oh, what, I can't think of his name. Bah. I just had a, I just blanked on the last Supreme Court justice. Anybody? Neil Cavuto or something. What's the last Supreme Court Gorsuch? justice? Gorsuch. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he along the same, the same mold as Neil is Gorsuch that, uh, constructionist, strict constructionist kind of guy, um, not interpreting that kind of thing. I mean, you know, and I, I don't know. It's, and yes, that is a, a good philosophy to have. I would think as a as a Supreme Court justice, but he still strikes me as an average uh, average candidate, as does Rebecca, Rebecca Dallet. I'm not impressed by by either of them. I would like to be impressed for once by a Supreme Court somebody running for the Supreme Court. I think it'd be great. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. More recalls and comments coming up right here on Wisdom. Your voice matters on Lacrosse Talk PM. So call now and share your thoughts at seven eight five seven nine one four. More Lacrosse Talk PM coming up after this. Productivity is what drives your business, but without communication, it all grinds to a halt. 
What happens when your phones go down? Stay productive with Five Star Telecom's hosted phone service. You'll be connected in your office and on your cell. Take the Five Star Telecom inventory audit and ask about hosted phone service to keep your productivity on track. Go to fivestartel.com. They're your connection. We're your connection. Five Star, Five Star Telecom. Your business is expanding, or maybe it just needs a facelift, adding some more offices, or moving some employees around to make things more efficient. Chances are, whatever project you're planning, it involves electrical work. The Wettstein family is synonymous with quality service in the Cooley region. Wettstein Brothers Electric is the name you can count on for quality work when you need an electrical contractor. From changing a ballast to wiring the whole building. Wettstein Brothers Electric. Welcome to the family. As I see it, I'm Scott Robert Shaw. All they want is to be able to feel safe at school. That shouldn't be too much to ask. But young people are... Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon. And this evening, this hour, brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in Lacrosse, uh, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914, also on Facebook and Twitter. And you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Just as a reminder... Uh, Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham called us the last hour just to let us know that there is a snow emergency on the way in the city of Lacrosse. A snow emergency, meaning that uh, alternate side parking goes into effect for the entire day. So uh, this winter storm that's on the way, we're expecting anywhere from six inches to eleven inches of snow, or maybe not. Uh, but chances are it's going to be something. And uh, that uh, that snow uh, leading the street superintendent to declare a, a snow emergency, a 48-hour snow emergency on the streets of La Crosse. So alternate side parking all day. So tomorrow, the April 3rd, if you park on the street, park on the odd side of the street all day, not just o- overnight. Same with uh, same with Wednesday. It's an even day, the fourth. So. Park on the even side of the street all day. 608-785-7914. If you have questions about that, I did have a question from a listener, which I don't have the answer to. So I'm, there are some things that I'm ignorant to right now. I'm trying to educate myself as quickly as possible, but there's some things where I, I just don't have the answer. Now, actually, well, I had a listener who asked whether the two-hour parking would be enforced during the snow emergency. I can only presume yes. So if my, my uh, uh, people within the La Crosse Police Department could let me know whether that is in fact the case, i assuming that, yes, you will be enforcing two-hour parking as well as the 48-hour alternate side snow emergency parking thing. I assume you do that, but maybe not. Let's go to the phones. We have on the phone with us right now in the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, we've got, um, we've got Tom. We'll go to Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Thanks, brother. Hey, uh, Mitch, I hope you can hear me okay. I My can. radio uh, yep. kind of cutting out. But yep. uh, I told Rick I uh, I want to vote for a candidate. I'm going to vote for two. I like Michael Stranick, whatever his last name is. I think he's a good constitutional judge, and I like how he plays the tuba. I'm a big music lover. Okay. Um, <laughs> and 
And also, I heavily endorse Barb Wettstein for the Holman School Board. Okay. Barb is a teacher. She teaches in the challenged Hamilton District. Mm-hmm. She's been yep. an educator for years. She She's a good, solid candidate. I, I Anybody in the Holman District, I endorse Barb Wettstein. All right. Well, Tom, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. That's a, a good, I, I, would, I would agree. Great endorsement. Uh, Barb Wettstein has uh, uh, just been an ex- extraordinary individual in La Crosse School District for years. Uh, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Rick, did you want to uh, remind us of... Um, uh, we have, Greg Luce is running for the Onalaska City Council. We've, we, As many of you know, uh, Greg Luce has been uh, extremely active in local politics for years. It's the first time he's run for office, but he has been an absolute thorn in the side of many local politicians. But he has taken st- public stances on some things... Or maybe not so public stances, but has taken some, done some, maybe vo- vocalized some bit. things that don't always uh, aren't always appealing to everyone. But what this one goes back to so when? There's, a, there's a Facebook page. I think it's Lacrosse Foodie, something like that. Okay. Um, where you know, and I, at, at one point, I think this is in 2015. At one point, somebody suggested or asked for suggestions on where to go to get food in Lacrosse, which yeah, is kind sure. of the whole point yeah. of the page. Yeah. And uh, a restaurant owner posted, you know, hey, come to, m- come to my business. And Greg decided to send her a personal message about her, her post and her Facebook profile picture, which had yeah. a rainbow in it or was a, a, a rainbow picture. And he goes up. Okay, and it, explain to us the, 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 the rainbow connection, if you will. <laughs> the rainbow <laughs> connection is kind of like the symbol for okay, the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community, okay. Right? right? Okay. Uh, so in the message, uh, Greg wrote, I saw your post on the lacrosse foodie. I love euros, but I detest people with rainbow filters on their profile picture or on their picture. It's an abomination that we are being forced to condone deviant sexual behavior. I will not be visiting your restaurant. I'm sorry. And it, it he has, you know, publicly made declarations that were similar on, on this program as well. And, it, and frankly, it's it hasn't always it's been things that things like that that have that some people have welcomed, other people have not found so terribly appealing. Uh, Greg, person, I think Greg was uh, frankly the um, the pedestrian bridge, the great pedestrian uh, bridge fallout in the town of Campbell, which led to a, the a police chief getting ousted essentially, which was in the end a, a good thing for the town of Campbell. Um, but he was absolutely on the right side of that, as far as I'm concerned, on the pedestrian bridge. I, I absolutely agree that it, he had every right, as did everybody else on that bridge, to, um, to protest with signs on that, on that pedestrian bridge. And I think that, uh, and I said that at the time, and I continue to believe that now, that uh, the ordinance that prohibited that was absolutely in the wrong. And... Uh, you know that that actually that case is still being weighed and may wind up in front of the Supreme Court. But I, I think that that's enough. So there's been a lot of little interesting things about Greg over the years, and and uh, those two are certainly a couple of them. Yes, if, if he's on the city council, he probably shouldn't be sending messages like that, though, right, to restaurant owners. <laughs> 
Like on Ala- there's an Alaska restaurant with a rainbow flag out front. My yeah. guess is that the rainbow flag criticism days are over if he becomes well, a city council member. Well, that or he member. bans rainbow flags in, in on Alaska, right? They would have to get a vote on that, and then there's okay. like six city council members, and I don't think that I, don't, I think that they probably would not all vote for banning the rainbow flags. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's interesting because he's a very compelling candidate, just in the sense that there is a tremendous amount of controversy that comes with a candidate like that. And, you know, frankly, somebody equated Greg Luce to Jake Speed. Jake Speed, as you will recall, was the candidate who was recalled or the school board member who was recalled in the school district of uh, Alaska. Uh, They're not the same guy. But in terms of ruffling feathers, very similar. No question. Uh, again, because t- tomorrow's election day, offering you an opportunity to have your say about candidates who are on the ballot tomorrow, candidates or issues or whatever they may be. The La Crosse School District referendum is certainly one of those issues. We have, um, like I said, the city council. We've had a, a couple of people call about uh, the, that city council race. Jerry Every is on the city council there. He's up for re-election, as is, um, ah, names escape me, but I don't have the ballot in front of me, but there's a... Certainly the, the writing candidate, Chris Muller, makes that race compelling in some kind of way. Greg Luce being on the ballot there and in that race against Kim Smith, who was formerly on the city council, not Alaska. There's a lot of compelling stuff there. A lot of focus on that city because of all the turmoil recently with the city police chief resigning or getting fired, depending on how you look at it. Uh, the fire chief uh, heading out as well. And there's some questions revol- uh, surrounding that. And then... You know, again, you can't get past the municipal judge and and the the mess that has become that that situation and in on Alaska. Although, you know, the municipal judge post is someone that serves, I think, eight communities. So it's not just the city of on Alaska; it's several other communities, primarily funded and uh, supported by the city of on Alaska. Um, you know, very a very critical audit of of that as well. So. Whatever the city council in Alaska is, is going to be facing some significant issues in the future. Uh, we have, um, you know, the, the, it's striking to me, stunning to me. Jerry Every, by the way, also on the ballot for county board. Stunning to me that there are only five contested races in La Crosse County for the county board. You, 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 you get the government you deserve, people. You really do. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We'll go to Robert. Robert's next on the phone. Robert, think. Whoops. Robert, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Good morning or good a- good afternoon. Close enough. Hey, I live in the city of La Crosse, okay. and uh, I had a question about the alternate site parking. Yep. Uh, the assistant police chief said, and I guess you repeated it, that tomorrow, which is an odd day, that you have to be parked on the odd side of the street Correct. all day. Yep. Okay. What? What is I mean, now when can you move your car then to the even side of the street? You don't have to wait until midnight tomorrow night. No, and, and the ordinance is written that way, but that is not how they're going to enforce it. So one of the things he said is that they're, they're going, there's going to be a grace period so that from 9 until midnight, uh, you will be able to move your car to the other side of the street. So during okay, the, so you cannot in under any circumstances move it before 9 p.m., Tomorrow. I mean, you can, but I mean, it's you're subject to enforcement then. 
Right. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. I understood that. Okay. That was understood. Yeah, so between okay. 9 and midnight, you can move it, but the, that's not the way the ordinance is written. I mean, the, the ordinance right. is written, so it's, you know, the, it's the, the 24 hours on the even side, 24 hours on the odd side, yeah. So. Okay, well, I certainly don't want to get a ticket, right. and uh, right. so 9 p.m. is the earliest I can move it. That's all I needed to know. Okay, and this does not go into effect until 6 tomorrow morning. Right, I understand okay. that. Okay, all right. And I'm right now, I am parked on the right side of the street for as far as 6 a.m. tomorrow. All right, then you should be so, all set. For but I'm usually in bed by 7 p.m. because <laughs> I, I get up very early in the morning. Yeah, you know. I thought <laughs> so, anyway. about that. I thought about that because that's complicated for some people because of the, you know, the what you, you know, your work schedules and all that kind of stuff. You're one of those guys, apparently. Yeah, apparently I am. Well, but I, anyway, I know the answer now. All right, well, good <laughs> so luck. I'll save myself $10. All right, well, good luck, and let me know how it goes, okay? I will. Robert, Bye-bye. I, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Robert calling in. Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, this is one of those things where we have – I've never done this here in lacrosse before, I'd, so I don't – I'm not familiar with this process at all. Uh, we had lacrosse assistant police chief Rob Abraham on with us last hour talking about the storm emergency that's going into effect in the city of lacrosse tomorrow beginning at 6 a.m. He said in his knowledge, to his knowledge in the 28 years that he's been around lacrosse police department that it's never happened. So this is will be the first time that we've had a 48-hour snow emergency in the last three decades. Is that possible? Anyway, it's happening tomorrow starting at 6 for 48 hours. We'll go to Eric Next, Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Regarding the uh, Sparta school referendum, um, doctor, I'm PhD, and that's a doctor, I guess, Amy Van Duren up here. Yep. This side as well. we got to stop baking around. Let's put up, hire somebody to uh, do a survey for us. I mean, it was obviously, an outcome is obvious what's going to be. Oh, we need to build a school. So they said a referendum, and they sent it back to them. And she apparently did like the answer. She says, well, we, we didn't ask the right question or something, so we have to ask it again. So the next time they sent out a little brochure about their needs without any referendum on it at all. And I, I believe me, if it snows tomorrow, that'll make them happy as a lark because the people who can't afford to pay these monstrosity taxes, property taxes because the school district, they, they won't be able to get their wheelchairs through the snow to vote against it. And if they if it doesn't pass, you can rest assured they'll wait for the next storm, next storm, and next storm, because that's the way they did it before. That's the way they got get their forces together to go out there, raid the election place, and made damn sure they got it. That's how they work up here in Sparta. Well, and Eric, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. But the truth is, is that the the way that you win a school referendum, especially one this size, the way that you do this is that you you have to maintain a certain level of tenacity. Chances are you're going to get told no. Unless the, the need is incredibly dire and there's like the ceilings falling in or something like that. But chances are the first time you ask the voters, you're going to be told no. So you have to, you have to maintain a level of tenacity and keep coming back. And you do it over and over again. And at some point they say yes. And it, there's a process by which this happens. The, um, Eric uh, mentioned the survey that was done by the Sparta School District. The survey is part of it. It's part of the process of winning a school referendum. And you use that survey to hone your message, to make sure that you can you use your message to reach people and to make sure that you get, um, 
you gain support from the community using the right message. And I don't know if the Spartan School District has done that. I mean, it's a huge ask. It's $28 million for an elementary school. And then um, then there's another question that is, involves um, uh, additional um, uh, updates to a number of other schools in the school district. So it's, it's a big referendum. You know, $28.5 million. It's, a, it's buying land. It's for an elementary school, by the way. 800-student elementary school, which is a lot of money for an ele- elementary school. I'm surprised there's not more uproar about that. But um, this is, this is a, a, a tried-and-true scientific process through which there are, there are companies that specialize in getting schools built through referendums. And this is one of those. So if this does not pass tomorrow, and Eric's right, the weather is a positive thing for the school district because you'll get yes voters more likely to get out there and vote for this than the no voters in difficult weather circumstances. We'll see. 608-785-7914. Who do we have? I'm sorry. We got uh, Bob. Let's go to Bob. Bob, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. I'm just wondering if they're going to, with the snow emergency, if they have the same enforcement downtown as they will in the college area. Well, if uh, if they start writing tickets for it, um, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, yeah, because technically there should be one side of the street open all day tomorrow. Then, right? Because they shouldn't be able to park on one side of the street downtown too. I'm I'm going to say that makes sense to me, but I'm not entirely sure. So I I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, but but that makes sense. So I, I guess in yeah. the I guess the, the the safe thing to do, Bob, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Safe thing to do, yeah, is to park on the side of the street you're supposed to be parked on. I don't know. I know that two hour parking. Somebody asked that question earlier. Two hour parking enforcement. Yes, absolutely in effect still. So regardless of snow, no snow, alternate side, no alternate side, two hour parking enforcement is in effect. Whether that's going to be enforced. Downtown as well as in the college areas or other parts of the city of La Crosse? I guess we'll have to find out. This is Wisdom on Mitch Reynolds. Dr. Holly Fisher from Optical Fashions. We are standing at our second Optical Fashions location at 814 Main Street in Holman. We're growing. Let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Wisdom. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Appreciate the Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham calling in and letting us know about the snow emergency coming uh, again. That begins at 6 in the morning tomorrow. All day, park on the odd street. All day Wednesday, odd side of the street. All day Wednesday, park on the even side of the street. Thanks and my love to Anna. We will talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom. Go home, but you can't.